Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here, here to talk about all things sports. Here to <clears throat> give you guys my my breakdowns, my breakups, and so much more um, of this week. Of this week, um, it's going to be an exciting one. Um, started off with the Jake Paul knocked out uh, Tyron Woodley. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. That's all I have for that. Um, that's all I have for that, people. Um, on other news, there's a lot, a lot going on in the National uh, Hockey League right now. Um, as uh, as um, hockey, the um, NHL will be uh, backing out of the Olympic. Um, the Olympics, since uh, the surge of coronavirus has went up drastically, um, so yes, they will be backing out. They will be backing out. Um, you know, um, same thing with uh, their season right now for the National Hockey League as well. Um, yeah, they're at least until Monday. There will be no games, so um. Hopefully, uh, they uh they get back to it, you know. Um, <clears throat> sucks in a way, but you know, you got to do what's best for you and your organiz organiz your league and your players and your organizations. So I I definitely get it. Um, it's crazy though, like the the cases are are going up. You know, you hear this person got it, that person got it. Um. So you know it's it's a scary time right now, but at the end of the day, um, I think I think you know we'll eventually get to a place where you know everything will die down like well, like it has before. Hopefully, you know, um, as of right now, it doesn't look like that. More people, you know, are getting tests, you know, getting uh positive cases and stuff like that, which uh which is scary. It's definitely scary, um. But um <laughs> anyways people um so yeah so yeah that's on that's on hold right now. We know <clears throat> Major League Baseball's on on a holdout right now. Carlos Correa, um Trevor Story, those are two guys that still haven't um still haven't may, may, went anywhere. But um, you know the holdout and everything, they're probably gonna wait to after the holdout. If there's anybody I would love the Yankees to get, it'll be Carlos Correa. But you know his comments on Derek Jeter a few months ago, I don't know if uh, I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know if that that'll happen. So we just you know have to wait and see and um, 
we'll just have to wait and see and hopefully uh everything uh dies down and normals down again um nba wise nba still playing a few games that you know just games that get uh that definitely get postponed and stuff like that. Um, I know Nets and Trailblazers, Raptors and Bulls um, got postponed uh, today. Joe Johnson uh, signed a uh, 10-day contract um, with the Boston Celtics. Um, the Dallas Mavericks, they signed Brandon Knight. Um, I know... Um, Luka Doncic is an NBA protocol, uh, NBA, yeah, the protocols for COVID, um, uh, next guard, Derek Rose is out two months after ongoing ankle surgery, um, Isaiah Thomas, he signed with the Lakers on a 10, a 10 day contract, so that's, uh, that's interesting, we're gonna talk more about the NBA though, um, because there's a few things to definitely get into when it comes when it comes to the NBA's sake. Um so uh let's uh let's talk about it. Let's talk about some NBA. And then we got other things. Um So let, <clears throat> let's we're gonna look at the standings for the NBA. Um because it's definitely something to talk about, obviously. Um, last, last time I talked about it, I believe it was two, three weeks ago. Um, so I think it's, uh, I think it's time. I think it's time to, to go back to it and talk about it. Um, which, uh, I think you guys would agree. I don't like to, at least the NBA, I don't like to, especially since it's too early in the season yet. But I, I like to bring these stuff up, but I don't like to talk about it too much because, you know, you you got 80-plus games. Anything can happen, but since it's been two to three weeks, I say, why not? Right? Um, Brooklyn's still standing at number one. So that's a good thing. Um, the Bulls are still at number two. You got Miami at three, Bucks at four. Bucks, Cavaliers, and Miami are all are all tied right now for the third spot. Um, all teams are nineteen and thirteen. Washington Wizards are sixteen and fifteen. They've fallen drastically down. Um, remember when they were like the the fourth spot? They were they were surprising a lot of people, but now. They've uh, they've uh, toned it down, and they're all the way in the sixth. Um, Sixers are seventh. Celtics are eighth. Charlotte Hornets are ninth. Toronto Raptors are tenth. Um, then you have uh the Hawks, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Magic, and the Pistons. Um. Orlando ain't doing nothing this year. Pistons ain't doing nothing. Pacers still got a chance, and Knicks and Hawks definitely still have a chance. Um, I look at it. I don't know if Washington will be able to 
stay competitive throughout the season. I say same thing with Cleveland. Um, but Cleveland looks like, man, they get, they got a squad on their hands, you know, sitting at 19 and 13, but that could change in, in a week, you know. Um, um, I look at... Oof, I don't think Toronto. I don't think Toronto's that good of a team to stay in the playoff race. Um, you know, they're just they're missing pieces. They lost Lowry. They lost Kawhi Leonard. They lose. They lost Serge Ibaka. You know, um, I say I, I do a rebuild. I trade Fred Van Lee. I trade um, Pascal Siakam. You know, I, I would. I would. I would start a whole new rebuild. On that team, I would, without, without a shadow of a doubt, I would. But um, when it comes to all these all these uh teams and stuff like that, I think Atlanta and the Knicks could make it. Um, like I said, I don't think Toronto makes it. But then, you gotta have a team come out, right? Out of the ten teams they're in right now, you gotta have one come out. Um, I think Brooklyn stays strong, Chicago stays strong, Miami Heat stays strong, um, Milwaukee Bucks stay strong. Um Cleveland and Washington. You know, one of one of them's gonna stay in there because, you know, if you get Toronto out, um, but if Toronto doesn't doesn't get out, then you could be looking at Cleveland, Washington. Um, I'm going to go with the wild guess. I'm going to say Cleveland. I'm, I'm going to say Cleveland's out. Toronto's out. Washington stays in. I believe they have a young, good team. You got the leader of Brad, the leadership of Bradley Bill. I think that works out perfectly. Um, you know, you get Russell Westbrook out of there. You leave Bradley Bill in there. Um, and I, you know what I say, I say, uh, yeah. And then you get. Atlanta and the Knicks to move up. Uh, I'd say this is how I would say the season's going to end. Brooklyn first, Miami second, Milwaukee third, Bulls fourth. I'm going to say Washington stays at six. Um, the Hawks move up to fifth. You got, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Boston eight. Boston eight. Um, I'm gonna say number seven will go to the to the Knicks. Number ten will be Charlotte. Number nine would be the Sixers. That's how I would see it. And then in the West, you got you got the Suns at number one, Golden State Warriors at two, Utah Jazz at three, Memphis Grizzlies at four, Denver Nuggets at five, Clippers at six, Lakers at seven, Mavericks at eight. Timberwolves at nine, Kings at ten. And then you have Portland looking, looking out. He's they're out, but looking in, San Antonio, OKC, New Orleans, Houston. I say Kings. Kings are out, and Portland moves in there. That's the only team I would I would say. All the other teams, I don't think they have a chance. Maybe San Antonio, but they're a very young team. They're not, they're not ready for that spotlight yet. But I would say Golden State finishes with the number one seed. I'm going to say Utah gets second. Phoenix gets third. Um, I'm going to say Memphis gets fourth. Clippers get Clippers get fifth. 
Um, Nuggets get six. Lakers get eight. Mavericks get seven. Portland gets nine. Timberwolves get ten. That that's what I would say would happen. That's what I would say would happen. Um. Uh. Yeah. That that's what I would see there. The West is stacked, man. They're stacked as hell. Um. If I had to say in the East, who would make the playoffs? I'm gonna go. Man, this this one's tough. Who makes the playoffs? I would say. I would say, uh, if I look at the Sixers, right? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know about the Sixers. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Because we have Sixers, Boston, Charlotte, and the Knicks. So I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Uh, Boston and um, and Charlotte make it in as the final two spots, and then in the in the Western Conference, I'm gonna say. I said, what did I say? I say, I said Lakers. I said Lakers, Timberwolves. Trailblazers and the Mavericks. That's what I said. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Portland and the Lakers make it in. Um, that's what I, that's what I go with. But for the Lakers to make it in, they're gonna have to make some trades. I think I, I think Russell Westbrook has to go. I think he does. Um, if you could somehow get Damian Lillard on the Lakers. It'd be the perfect fit. Um, you got to do a trade for point guard for point guard. You can't do a trade for point guard for big. Unless you're going to trade Anthony Davis, um, that's a trade I would do. I would trade Anthony Davis. I would do it. I would absolutely do it. Without without hesitation, I, I would trade Anthony Davis. Um, he just he's, He hasn't been the same. I think the best we've seen from him since he's been on the Lakers was um the championship year. Um but he he's just not the same. It is it doesn't flow right anymore. It doesn't flow right <clears throat> for him. So I I would definitely say um yeah, I would I would I would go with that. I would go with that. Um yeah, I, and then in the, to be honest, the finals matchup between Brooklyn and Golden State doesn't seem so far off. Um, Brooklyn go. I say Brooklyn go to state. Phoenix, Miami, something like that. Phoenix, Milwaukee again. Um, you know, I just I right now I don't I don't see the Lakers making it to the NBA Finals. I don't <clears throat> I don't know if Lakers necessarily make it out the first round or make it past the fucking um the play in tournament. I just don't see it. I don't see it at all. Uh, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's not, maybe I'm, you know, speaking the truth, but, you know, I just, I, people, I I don't see it, I, I don't, you know, I don't see it at all, um, you got, uh, Clippers and Kings at 10 o'clock, they're about to start playing, um, there's no really good games today. 
really no good games. The Celtics beat the Cavs today. Um, Raptors and Bulls, that game got postponed. So, yeah, not going to get that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I think uh, it, might, it might be that time where you got to uh, – where you have to trade um, either Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook. LeBron James isn't the problem. Any team LeBron James is on, he's never been the problem. It's the it's the guys around them. Um, and you know, I know somebody pitched, oh, Kyrie for Kyrie for Russell Westbrook. You you reunite James Harden. You reunite James Harden. Um, James Harden, Russ, and KD. I don't think. I think that's the last thing you want to do right now in this. In this league, I don't think that's something you want. I don't think that's. I don't think Kyrie wants to play with LeBron. I don't think Russ. I don't think KD wants KD or James Harden wants to play with Russell Westbrook. Um, I'd I'd send them to Portland. I'd bring uh, Damian Lillard to the Lakers. You got Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. It makes it it makes life a lot easier for the whole team if you have a guy like Damian Lillard on the Lakers. Like it's not no there's no if ands or buts about it. It it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world. Um Yeah, to to me it does. It does absolutely. It it makes a whole lot of fucking sense for me. Um Right now, college basketball is going on, though. You got some college basketball. You got Virginia Tech and Duke, Duke duking it out. No uh, no pun intended. And my dog's name is Duke, and I said that, and he looked at me. So um, uh, Virginia Tech's beating Duke right now, 42-36 to 36 on ESPN2. Uh, we look at the rankings, though. You got Ballard at number one, Duke at number two, per- Purdue at number three. Gonzaga at number four, UCLA at number five, Arizona at number six, Kansas University at seven, USC at eight. Um, you have Iowa Iowa State at nine, Alabama at ten, Michigan State University at eleven, Auburn at twelve. Um, you have Houston at thirteen. Ohio State University fourteen. You have um excuse me. You have Seton Hall. Seton Hall at fifteen, Texas at sixteen, LSU at seventeen, Xavier at eighteen, um, Tennessee at nineteen, UK uh, Kentucky at twenty. Um at twenty one you have Colorado State. At 22, you have Providence. At 23, you have Villanova. They've fallen 14 spots. It's ridiculous. Last few games, they ended up 7-4. and four. They're 7-4 and four right now. They haven't been doing the good the past few games. Um, so that's not good. Um, 24, Wisconsin. And then 25 is... Uh, 25 would be Texas Tech. Um, but yeah, Villanova. It hasn't been good for Villanova the past few games. I mean, they beat Xavier on Tuesday. They played Temple uh, the twenty ninth, but they lost to Creighton. They got demolished by them. They lost to Baylor. Um, so you know, it's a few tough, a few, few games that they've lost already. It's 
kind of been disappointing in a way. Um, college football right now, you got Missouri and uh, Army on ESPN right now. Missouri's defeating Army 16-14 right now in the third quarter. Um, like I said, on ESPN, uh, Friday, December 17th, um, you had... Uh, you had MTSU uh, defeat Toledo 31-24. You had Coast Carolina defeat North Illinois 47-41. Um, Saturday, you had Western Kentucky defeat Albuquerque State 59-38. You had Fresno State defeat, defeat UTEP 31-24. You had UAB defeat BYU 31-28. Liberty defeat East Michigan 56 to 20. Utah State defeat Oregon State 24 to 13. Louisiana defeat Marshall 36 to 21. Um Monday you had Tulsa defeat Old Dominion 30 to 17. Yesterday you had Wyoming defeat Kent State 52 to 38. Um yes San Diego State defeat UTSA 38 to 24. Thursday Thursday, you have, uh, which is tomorrow, the day before Christmas Eve, you have Miami, you have uh, Miami, Ohio uh, versus UNT, um, go Miami, Ohio on that one, both teams are 6-6, six and six, playing for the Frisco Football Classic, um, yes, US, UCF versus Florida, I, I'm, I got uh, Florida winning that one for the Union Home Mortgage Gasparaya, Gasparaya Bowl. Um, those both both of those games are on ESPN. Um, the Miami and North Texas game is at three thirty p.m. UCF and Florida is at seven p.m. Um, Friday on Christmas Eve you have Memphis versus Hawaii. I got uh I got Memphis winning that one. I they play at eight o'clock p.m. on ESPN. Saturday, December twenty fifth on Christmas you got Georgia State versus Ball State. I'm going to go with uh, Ball State to win that one. Uh, that one's at 2.30 p.m. Um, West Michigan uh, versus Nevada. I got I got uh, Nevada winning that one. That one's on Monday at 11 a.m. Boston College versus East Carolina. Um, I, got Bo- uh, I got Boston College winning. That one's at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All these games are on ESPN. Tuesday, December 28th, you got Houston versus Auburn. Houston should win that one. Um, no problem. 12 p.m. Eastern time. You have Air Force versus Louisville. I got Air Force winning that one. Um, 3.15 p.m. Eastern time. Like I said, these games are on ESPN. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. I got Mississippi State winning this one at 6.45 p.m. Um, UCLA versus NC State. I got NC State winning this one. This one's at 8 o'clock p.m., but this one's on Fox. You got West Virginia versus Minnesota. I got Minnesota defeating West Virginia. This one's at 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time. Then Wednesday, December 29th, SMU versus Virginia on ESPN, 11 a.m. I got SMU winning. Maryland versus Virginia Tech. I got, uh... I got Virginia Tech winning at 2.15 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Clemson versus Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. Well, Iowa State. I got uh, Clemson winning at 5.45 p.m. Oregon versus Oklahoma. I got Oklahoma winning. They play at 9.15 p.m. Eastern time. Um, Thursday, North Carolina versus South Carolina. I got North Carolina winning. That one's Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Tennessee versus Purdue. I got Purdue defeating Tennessee at 3 o'clock p.m. Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. I got Michigan State University winning. That one's at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, Wisconsin versus Arizona State at 10.30 p.m. I got Wisconsin winning. Then Friday, you got Wake Forest versus uh, it's still to be decided at 11 a.m. Um, still to be decided, so we'll see who, who plays down. Washington State versus Miami at 12 p.m. That one's on CBS. I got uh, I got Miami winning that one. See, uh, Central Michigan versus Boise State um, on Barstool. I got Central Michigan winning. Cincinnati, Cincinnati versus Alabama. Um, oh man, this was tough, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, this is Friday, December thirty first, three thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Alabama versus Cincinnati. I'm gonna say Cincinnati gets the upset and upsets Alabama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it. And then um, Georgia versus Michigan at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to say Georgia defeats Michigan. We got Georgia versus Cincinnati in the championship game. This Saturday, January 1st, Penn State versus Arkansas at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on ESPN2. I got Penn State University winning the Outback Bowl. Um, Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. I got Notre Dame defeating Oklahoma State at 1 o'clock p.m. Iowa versus Kentucky. I got Iowa defeating Kentucky. At 1 o'clock p.m., Utah versus Ohio State. I got Ohio State defeating Utah at 5 o'clock p.m. Ballard versus Ole Miss. I got Ballard defeating Ole Miss at 8.45 p.m. Then Tuesday, January 4th, you have LSU versus Kansas State at 9 o'clock p.m. Um, I got LSU defeating Kansas State. And then um, Monday, January 10th, will will be for the national championship. It'll be for the national championship at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So we'll see what happens there. Right now at the end of the third quarter, Army has the ball. But, uh, Missouri's still winning 16-14. I believe Army's going to win that game. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, people. Um, all right, now we can uh, we can talk NFL, people. We can talk the NFL. Oh, boy. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the NFL. Yes, yes, yes. If you want, if you guys want to see it, um, right now they're premiering the uh, a new episode of Hard Knocks with the Colts. So, um, yeah, you got that. Um, trying to see. Um, so uh, the 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 uh the Pro Bowl rosters are complete, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys want, you guys could check that out. Um, I mean, I'll I'll be um I'll be talking about it. I'll be definitely I'll definitely talk about it. All right. Um. 
let's see. Um, Vincent Jackson, wide receiver, he used to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, autopsy showed that it was uh, he he passed away due to chronic alcohol use. Um, the Buccaneers signed Le'Veon Bell. Um, what else? Supposedly, the NFL nearly canceled three games. That's that's what they're saying. They almost uh. They were close to um, canceling three games this past weekend. Um, obviously, Ra- Raiders and Browns, Eagles, Eagles and Washington, and uh, Seahawks and Rams. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't get obviously it didn't get canceled, but um, it would have been interesting to see. Obviously, they would have. Um, they obviously would have um, had to forfeit the game, but yeah, at least it got played. Um, Raiders Jonathan Abram has season-ending injury. Big fan of that. Ever since he came out of, ever since um, he came out of college. Um, I was a big fan of his, but injuries, injuries haven't helped him. Injuries have not helped him. Um, let's look at this, uh, Pro Bowl roster. Tom Brady makes it for the 15th time. It's unbelievable. Um, so Buffalo Bills, their Pro Bowlers are, um, Stefan Diggs and, uh, their wide receiver and, uh, left tackle, Deion Dawkins. The Miami Dolphins only have one pro bowler, um, Xavier Howard. New England Patriots um, have J.C. Jackson, cornerback, Matthew Judon, outside linebacker, and Matthew Slater. Um, So, yeah, special teams. Um, Jets have none. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Ravens have Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Mark Andrews, tight end, Patrick Richard, fullback, Justin Tucker, kicker, and Devin Duvernay, punt returner, kick returner. Cincinnati Bengals uh, have Jamar Chase, wide receiver. Um, They have Joe Mixon, running back, and Trey Hendrickson, defensive end. Pro bowlers... um, Joel Batinio, guard, Miles Garrett, defensive end, Nick Chubb, running back, Wyatt Teller, guard, and Denzel Ward, cornerback. Pittsburgh Steelers have T.J. Watt, linebacker, Cam Hayward, defensive tackle. And the AFC South, um, none for the Texans. The Colts had the most. They have uh, Jonathan Taylor, running back, Quentin Nelson, guard, Ryan Kelly, center, Darius Leonard, linebacker, DeForest Buckner, defensive lineman, Kenny Moore, cornerback, and Luke Rhodes. Uh, yeah, long snapper. Jaguars have none. Titans have Kevin Byard, safety. Denver Broncos have none. Kansas City Chiefs have Orlando Brown, tackle. 
Tyreek Hill wide receiver, Chris Jones defensive lineman, Travis Kelsey tight end, Patrick Mahomes quarterback, and Tyran Matthew defensive back. Um, Las Vegas Raiders have Max Crosby, Denzel Perryman, and A.J. Cole. Los Angeles Chargers have Justin Herbert, quarterback, Keenan Allen, Derwin James, Corey Lindsey, Joey Bosa, and Rashawn Slater. The NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys have Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, Brian Anger, and Trevon Diggs. The Giants have none. The Eagles have Jason Kelsey and Darius Slay. Washington football team have Jonathan Allen and Brandon Schreff. NFC North, uh, the Bears have Robert Quinn and Jakeem Grant Sr. Lions have no pro bowlers. The Packers have Devontae Adams, Kenny Clark, and Aaron Rodgers. Minnesota Vikings have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Harrison Smith. Atlanta Falcons have Kyle Pitts and Josh Harris. Carolina Panthers have Brian Burns. Saints have Cameron Jordan, Alvin Kamara, Marshawn Lattimore, and JT Gray. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Tom Brady, Shaq Barrett, Ryan Jensen, Ali Marpet, and Tristan Wirfs. The Cardinals have Buda Baker, Kyler Murray, James Conner, and Chandler Jones. The Rams have Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Matt Gay, and Jalen Ramsey. Um, the Niners have Nick Bosa, Kyle Jusic, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams. The Seahawks have Bobby Wagner and Quandre Diggs. So there you go. Those are all the pro bowlers for the NFC and the AFC. All right, there you go, people. <laughs> um, we're going to look at the playoff picture and all that and the scenarios and all that once uh, we get done recapping week 15 and predicting week 16. Um, so, yeah, here we go. All right. Um, so Thursday night football, you had the Chiefs and Chargers. Chiefs defeated the Chargers 34-28 in OT and overtime. Um Great game. Great game. Patrick Mahomes was 31 for 47, 410 yards, three pass touchdowns, one pass interception. Justin Herbert was 22 for 38, 236 pass yards, two pass touchdowns, one interception. Um, Justin Jackson had 13 carries for 86 yards. Patrick Mahomes had three carries for 32 yards. These are the, those were the rushing leaders. Um, receiving yards, uh, Travis Kelsey had 10, 10 catches, 191 yards, and two touchdowns. Keenan Allen has six catches, 78 yards, and one touchdown. Um, tremendous game. It was a tremendous game, a great game. Um, this was a game that I, um, that I picked. This was a game that I picked um, the Chargers to win. I had picked the Chargers to win this game. Um, I, th- I thought it would be a close one. I thought it would be a phenomenal one. That it was. But the defense of the Chargers just weren't able to stop the Kansas City Chiefs late. And this is the type of team we know from the Kansas City Chiefs. 
They might be down and out early, but once the second half comes, once the fourth quarter comes, they come back and and are able to w- find a way to get a victory. When you got guys like Tyreek Hill and and Travis Kelsey and and Hel- um, Edwards Hilaire, like it it just it, it it's not that hard for them to do what they do. And it's, it was just it was a great fucking game. Um, then we had Saturday Saturday night football. Colts defeated Patriots twenty seven to seventeen. It was a game dominated by the Colts overall. The run, the defense, that they, they they took over. The Patriots almost made a comeback in the end, but uh, they needed one more stop to to try and take this game over, but um or at least get a field goal to send it overtime, and uh, they didn't work for them because uh, Jonathan Taylor had twenty nine carries, one hundred seventy yards, and a touchdown, especially. The ice, the ice, icing on the cake, running it all the way for the touchdown to, to finish the game off with a sixty-seven yard run. So, Mac Jones was twenty-six for forty-five, two hundred ninety-nine pass yards, two pass touchdowns, two pass interceptions. Carson Wentz didn't have to do much though; he was five for twelve, fifty-seven yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh. Stevenson had 10 carries for 36 yards. Hunter Henry had himself a day with six receptions, 77 yards, and two touchdowns. Pascal was a, he had one reception for 23 yards. There a fight broke out and everything. It was just, it was a crazy game. <laughs> it was a crazy game. Um, so yeah, so Colts improved to eight and six. Uh, Patriots fall to nine and five. Um, and then we move on to Sunday. We've seen the Bills defeat the Panthers 31-14. It wasn't a surprise, but what was, what was a surprise was the Lions dominating the Cardinals to win 30-12. to It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Dolphins defeated Jets 31-24. Um, Cowboys defeated Giants 21-6. Steelers defeated Titans 19 to 13. Texans defeated Jaguars 30 to 16. Um Bengals defeated Broncos 15 to 10. Niners defeated Falcons 31 to 13. Packers defeated Ravens 31 to 30. Saints defeated the Buccaneers 9 to 0 on Sunday night football where um where uh Taysom Hill he was 13 for 27, 154 yards. Tom Brady was 26 for 48, 214 yards and one interception. Taysom Hill also had 11 carries for 33 yards. Um, uh, Jones, the second, had eight carries for 63 yards. Leonard Fournette got injured in this game. So did Mike Evans, and so did uh, so did um, what's his, what's his name? Come on, uh, Goodwin or Godwin. My my apologies. Um, yeah, Halloway, uh, Callaway, my, my apologies, has six receptions for 112 yards. Godwin has six receptions for 49 yards. Um, yeah, it was a low scoring game, but the offense, the Saints offense didn't need to score much because the Saints defense put a halt on, uh, Tom Brady and the, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it was a, yes, it was a very surprising game. I was surprised overall. I couldn't believe it. Like what? Buccaneers just not score one point, and and they lost to to the Saints by nine. Like it was unbelievable. Then we had uh, a doubleheader Monday night football games. We had Raiders defeat Browns sixteen fourteen. Vikings defeat Bears seventeen and nine. Um, 
Then you had the doubleheader of Tuesday where Rams defeated Seahawks 20-10 and the Eagles defeated the Washington football team 27-17. to um, Yeah, unbelievable. Um, you know, both were short-handed, especially the Browns. Uh, Derek Carr was 25 for 38, 236 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Nick Mullins, 20 for 30, 147 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, uh, 15 carries, 52 yards. Nick Chubb, 23 carries, 91 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Zay Jones, six receptions, 67 yards. Donald uh, Donald Peoples-Jones, four receptions, 48 yards. Um. I said Donovan. It was unbelievable. In the end, the Browns get an interception. They don't even get into field goal range to make it tougher for the Raiders. Um, Raiders end, end the game with the game-winning field goal. Uh, Vikings-Bears, this one was... It was all Vikings. Offensive, offensively, defensively. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields was 26 for 39, 285 yards. One touchdown, they, um, David Montgomery, he had 18 carries, 60 yards. Komet had six receptions, 71 yards. Kirk Cousins was 12 for 24, 87 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Dalvin Cook had 28 carries for 89 yards. And Justin Jefferson had four receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Vikings improved to 7-7, seven seven. Bears fall to 4-10. Um, Rams, Seahawks. Uh, I wasn't watching this one because I was watching Eagles and the uh, Eagles in Washington, but Rams, Rams improved to ten and four. Uh, Seahawks fall to five and nine. Russell Wilson had a terrible game: seventeen for thirty-one, one hundred and fifty-six yards, one interception. Matthew Stafford, um, twenty-one for twenty-nine, two hundred and forty-four yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, Dallas had eight carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Sony Michelle had 18 carries, 92 yards. Cooper Cup had nine receptions, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. And Everett had four receptions for 60 yards. Um, yeah, not not a great game overall, but especially from the Seahawks. But that's what we expected this year from the Seahawks. Um, yeah, well, some of the games I felt like I watched Chiefs Chargers, I watched Patriots Colts on Sunday. I was watching a little bit of Cowboys Giants, but it wasn't interesting to me, so I went to Steelers Titans. That game was pretty interesting, even though it was low scoring. It was still interesting to me. And then the four o'clock games, uh, Bengals Broncos. I watched a little bit of of uh, watched the, like the first half of Forty ers and Falcons. So I felt like this game was over. Um, Packers and Ravens, I was really into that one. That one was very interesting. And I don't blame, um, I've seen that game, and I don't blame, um, I don't blame Harbaugh for going it, going for two. You know, if you give Aaron Rodgers a chance in overtime, it, it's going to be over. It's not, it's not for certain that you're going to get the ball at the coin toss. So you just got to, you know, say, you know what, we're going to go for it. We don't have Lamar Jackson on the field. It's, it's not a for sure thing, you know. So even if they got the ball to start overtime, it's not it's not a for sure thing that they're gonna they're gonna win the game without a Lamar Jackson, you know. So um, I don't I don't blame them for what they did. Um, 
the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles improved to 7-7, seven seven, Washington 4-6-8. Um, this one was very, very, very interesting. It was very interesting. We've seen uh, Jalen Hurts get picked off, but it wasn't his fault. If Dallas Goddard dropped the ball. It hit the back of his of his foot, um, and it just landed in the defender's uh, hands. Um, you had that. You also had... Um, he did fumble. I will say, you know, he got sacked. He was trying to run, and he, he got hit, and he fumbled the ball. I will put that on Jalen Hurts. You got to hold the ball with two hands. You can't You can't have that. You can't, you know. And I get, I get it. I get it. But, you know, yeah, you're fast. Yeah, you can get out the pocket and make defenders miss. But in that situation, sometimes you just got to take the sack. And that, that's, what, uh, that's what he didn't do. So um, not totally his fault, but, you know, at the same time, you got to manage it better. You got to do better. Um, but I was just those two things that happened after that. The Philadelphia Eagles played a complete game. Besides those two errors, the interception and the fumble, the Philadelphia Eagles played a complete game, and that's what helped them get this victory. Defense in the beginning was very sloppy. I will say that they looked very sloppy. They cleaned it up. Um, they didn't let it. They didn't. Let another touch touchdown happen to the fourth quarter, um, and the beginning of the fourth quarter. But, um, yeah, and the Eagles, they responded with a beautiful pass to Greg Ward. The beautiful pass, beautiful. Uh, the way he was, he was able to adjust to to make that catch in the end zone from Jalen Hurts. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um. And, uh, you know, Gilbert was 20 for 31, 194 yards, no touchdowns, no, no, touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Jalen Hurts was 20 for 26, 290, not, not, 296 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Antonio Gibson had 15 carries for 26 yards and a touchdown. Miles Sanders had 18 carries for 131 yards. Um, Terry McLaurin had two receptions for 51 yards. Dallas Goddard has several receptions for 135 yards. Um, <clears throat> overall, Jalen Hurts had uh, over 300 yards total because of the, how he uses his feet, and he had three total touchdowns, two rushing, one passing. Um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. He had two uh, quarterback sneaks, actually. Um, you know, there one at one point they were down 10-0, and then in the second quarter, they got it going. They got the field goal. Jalen Hurts runs it in, makes it 10-10. And then in the second half, Jalen Hurts runs it in again. <clears throat> then they get a field goal. They're winning 20-10. to Then in the fourth quarter, it's Washington scores is 20-17. to And then uh, Jalen Hurts throws a touchdown pass and makes it 27-17. to And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. The rest is history, people. A beautiful game. Dallas Goddard, back-to-back, beautiful games. This one was better than his last one against the Jets. Jalen Hurts, probably one of his better games he's had this season. Um, very, very good. I Very, very good. Um, this is his first win as the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles against the division rival. So I was happy about that. We got another win at home. That's another good thing. Miles Sanders, he broke he broke out for a phenomenal run. Um, you know, 18 carries, 131 yards. Um, we were we stopped the run. You know, Gilbert, yes, he killed us at, at times, but 
we finally figured it out. We put more pressure on him, and, and everything worked out. You know, for Terry McLaurin to only get two receptions for 51 yards is beautiful as well. You know, he he's a killer. He will, he will kill your team, but that didn't happen. You know, Gilbert had a quarterback rating at 39.8 and then a rating of 81.9, so not a very good night. Um, like I said, Washington football team, they ran it 21 times, only came up with 63 yards. Yes, two touchdowns, but the yards is what I'm at, What what's important, especially when we win. Um, like I said, yeah, it was more of a, you know, most that had the receptions with Antonio Gibson, six, six receptions, 39 yards, but you know, it wasn't enough, <laughs> you know, kept throwing it to the running back. This was going to happen. Um, um, they did fumble. They fumbled twice. Well, three times, and they were able to recover all of them. Um, they got to Jalen. They sacked Jalen Hurst th- three times. Like I said, Landon Collins intercepted it. Um, but Eagles, on the other hand, Eagles were impressive. Ever, ever t- once they got over the first quarter, you know, a slow start. Once the second quarter and and the rest went on, it was just, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, Jalen Hurts had a quarterback rating of 30.4, but had a rating of uh, 110.4. So beautiful. Quarterback rating. I I really, I never go off the quarterback rating. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't do it. It does not interest me at all, the quarterback rating. It doesn't. I always go, I always go off of, uh, what, uh, what, um, how, I always go off of, uh, oh, he also had a 76.9 completion percentage. I always look at the completion, completion percentage and the quarterback rating. He was 20 for 26. There's no way he he could have a completion percentage of, I mean, a quarterback, a quarterback rating of 30.9. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Like. And he's playing a lot better than he did last year. I will say that Jalen Hurts has improved tremendously, drastically. Um, Eagles overall, though, as a team, 41 carries, 238 yards. Also, Jalen Hurts broke uh, Michael Vick's uh, um, single-season record for um, uh, the most rushed touchdowns by a quarterback. He got 10 this this season so far. Um but yeah, we ran for 238 yards, two touchdowns, both from Jalen Hurts. But Jordan Howard had 15 carries, 69 yards. Miles Sanders, 18 carries, 131 yards. And Jalen Hurts had eight carries for 38 yards. And then Jalen Rager, three catches, 57 yards. Dallas Goddard, seven catches, 135 yards. Devontae Smith, three catches, 40 yards. Greg Ward Jr., two catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown. It was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts lost the ball twice. He only lost lost it once. Um, we we sacked we sacked the quarterback twice. So it was good. It was good. We didn't intercept the ball, but it was a good night. It was a good night overall. It was a good night. Um, yeah, it was a it was a good fucking night overall for the Eagles. Um, 
Now, before I give my predictions for week 16 and, you know, I, I finished I finish the, the week, um, let, let's, uh, let's talk about the, the playoffs. Let's talk about the playoffs. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um. Cause there's a lot of playoff implications going in. Um, a lot. Um, so let's let's look at the current NFL playoff picture right now. Right now, you got Chiefs as as the number one seed, Patriots second, Titans third, Bengals fourth, Colts fifth, Chargers sixth, Bills seven, and then in the hunt. You have uh, the Ravens. You got the Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, Dolphins, Browns, Broncos. Those are those are all the teams that are in the hunt. If I had to say, I say Colts. I say Colts and uh, Bengals are at jeopardy, and they could get swapped out with. Uh, I say Raven. I look at Ravens. I look at Steelers. I look at Dolphins that are hot right now. Raiders aren't going to make it. Broncos won't. And I really don't think the Browns will either, to be honest. I look at the NFC. Packers have the top seed. Um, Then you have the Cowboys second. Buccaneers third. Cardinals fourth. Rams fifth. 49ers sixth. Vikings seventh. For some reason, I don't see the the 49ers losing, not making the playoffs. I can see Vikings not making the playoffs. And then you got who's in the hunt? Philadelphia Eagles, Saints, Washington football team. I think out of those three teams, Philadelphia Eagles have the most, most likely chance of making the playoffs. I don't think Washington will even come closer. I think... It comes to Philadelphia, between Philadelphia and the New Orleans Saints. And like I said, San Fran or Minnesota will not be in the playoffs. They just won't. They won't be in the playoffs. And uh, we're going to talk about the remaining schedules for those teams because it's very important. Well, we can we can start with uh, we can start with the with the team, the other teams. Because Bills are seventh right now, but I don't see the Bills not making the playoffs. There's something I don't see. So I'm going to give you the teams that I think won't make the playoffs. Like I said Colts. Colts and Bengals. That's who I'm going with. Bengals are 8-6. and six, Colts are 8-6. and six. So, um, let's see. They beat the Broncos this past week. They should have beat the 49ers, but they didn't. But it's okay. They got the Ravens this week. That's a big one. They got the Baltimore Ravens this week. That's a big one because it determines if Ravens lose this week to the Bengals, Ravens ain't making the playoffs. And then they got Kansas City and they got the Browns. So they have a tough schedule. But they they could afford to lose to Kansas City but beat the Browns and make the playoffs as, and t- as 10 and 7. So I'm going to say Bengals stay in there. Bengals stand there. The Indianapolis Colts. They got the Cardinals on Christmas. 
They got the Cardinals on Christmas. Sorry for whistling in your ears. Raiders and Jaguars. Colts most likely make the playoffs. Um, let's see. Let's look at the, let's look at the Baltimore Ravens. I already we already know they got Bengals. They got Rams and Steelers. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know when Lamar Jackson will be back, but if he's not back this week, the Baltimore Ravens will not make the playoffs. I'm saying it right now. Pittsburgh Steelers have Kansas City, uh, Browns and Ravens. I don't think Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs. Miami Dolphins, let's look at it. Miami, Miami Dolphins have Saints. I think they'll beat the Saints, hopefully. <laughs> they have the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots. That's going to be tough for them. I don't think they make the playoffs. Cleveland Browns, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. Browns don't make the playoffs. So the play it's already set. This is where we're going with right here. Bengals stay in the playoffs and Colts stay in the playoffs. That's it. That's it. That's what we're going with. And the in the NFC. Let's look at 49ers schedule coming up. They got Titans, tough one. Texans, easy, and then the Rams. But Rams might sit their players out. So 49ers most likely make the playoffs because they have the tiebreaker over the Eagles. Look at the Vikings. The Vikings have Rams, Packers, Bears. Vikings are most likely to lose the Rams, lose to the Packers. Um, and then you have Washington football team, who they play. They got Cowboys this week, Eagles, and Giants. They're not making the playoffs. Saints. The Saints have Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. They're most likely only lose to the, to the Dolphins. But that's all we need. Because the Eagles' schedule is easy. They got Giants this week, then Washington, and then the Cowboys. And Cowboys are most likely going to sit their starters that week. So, most likely, most likely, I'd say uh, Eagles take Viking spot. That's that's what I go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, like I think the AFC title picture, the playoff picture set up, um, and then in the NFC, I think Vikings fall out, Eagles move in. I, that's what I'm gonna go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. Let's move on and let's let me predict week sixteen. All right, here we go. Week uh week sixteen. Let's talk about it. People, it's a huge week as you guys, as you guys know, I've been talking about the playoff implications. Um, you know, I, I know for I know I say 49ers, they won't fall out, but man, you you never know. You never know. Um, so Thursday night football, December 23rd, you have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Tennessee Titans. Thursday night football, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time on the NFL Network. This is the last Thursday night football game. The last Thursday night football game of the year. I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, they lost last week to the Steelers. I think this is a bounce back game for them. I think 49ers are starting to find their groove. But 
I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. So, like I said, I think uh, Titans win this one in a close one. I don't think it goes over 45 points. So, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm gonna say 2017 Titans win. Um, then we got Saturday. We got some games on Saturday. You got Browns Packers. I believe. Um, I believe the Packers beat the Browns. Um, they play at 4:30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox or the NFL Network. <clears throat> then Colts and Cardinals play. Um, Colts and Cardinals play at 8:15 p.m. Eastern time on the NFL Network. I believe um I believe the Cardinals win this game. I believe Cardinals defeat the Colts. Um then we move on to Sunday. You have Lions Falcons. I believe Falcons defeat the Lions at one o'clock PM Eastern time on Fox. Ravens and Bengals. I believe the Bengals defeat the Ravens. I don't think Lamar Jackson's gonna be ready yet, but who knows? This one's on CBS. These are one o'clock games, people. Rams Vikings. I believe the Rams defeat the Vikings on Fox. Um, Bills Patriots. I believe the Bills defeat the Patriots at one o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Um, I think Jaguars defeat the Jets. Matter of fact, no. I think the Jets defeat the Jaguars at one o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I think uh, Buccaneers Panthers. I believe the Buccaneers defeat the Panthers at one o'clock p.m. Eastern time. You got. Uh, Chargers versus Texans at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I believe Chargers defeat the Texans. Bears versus Seahawks. I believe the Bears defeat the Seahawks at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Well, you know, you know what? Matter of fact, no. Seahawks defeat the Bears at 4.05 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Um, Steelers Chiefs. I believe the Chiefs defeat the Steelers. At 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. Broncos versus Raiders. I believe the Broncos defeat the Raiders at 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. Um, Sunday Night Football, Washington football team versus Dallas Cowboys. This game should be flexed out, but okay. Um, I believe the Dallas Cowboys defeat the Washington football team on NBC on Sunday Night Football. Then you got Monday Night Football. You have the Miami Dolphins versus the New Orleans Saints. I believe uh I believe the Miami Dolphins defeat the New Orleans Saints on Monday Night Football. Um and then uh you got that. A few upsets before I I, I predict uh Eagle, Eagles and Giants. Um a few upsets that could happen, Lions defeating Falcons. Um Vikings defeating Rams. Um, a few other upsets that could happen. Um, Steelers defeating Chiefs. And Washington defeating Cowboys. Um, I'm, that'd be the only ones, yeah. All right. New York Football Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The four and ten Giants versus the seven and seven Eagles. Eagles are nine and a half point favorites. They play at one o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Fox. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Eagles right now have a. So yes, the Eagles have a seventy percent chance of winning this game, um, according to ESPN, ESPN's Football Power Index. Like I said, this one's December 26th at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. 
Um, Daniel Jones won't be playing in this game. Um, they shut him down for the season. Um, he really didn't have a good season this year. So um, it's just better for him just to, you know, get ready for next season. Get ready for next season. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's that's what we got going on there. Um, I know Leonard Williams is questionable. Andrew Thomas is questionable. Daniel Jones is on the IR. Kyle Rudolph is questionable. Gary Brightwell is questionable as well. So they have a lot of people questionable. Eagles have Jalen Hurts questionable, Jordan Howard, Jordan Mailata, and tight end Jack Stoll. They're all questionable. LaRaven Clark will be out. Um, Jalen Hurts, uh, but they didn't have a practice today. This is just an estimation. That's why all these guys are questionable. Um, we'll see throughout the week, you know, as it gets, gets closer to Sunday, we'll see. I know Miles Sanders is questionable as well, but I, I don't see why them guys would not be playing. I definitely see these guys playing. So, um, points per game, Giants score 17 points per game, Eagles 26. Points allowed per game, Giants 23, Eagles 22. So, our defenses are definitely elite. Eagles offense has become one of the best offenses since, uh, they ran the ball more. Giants, they just, their injury, the injuries and, you know, just lack of production really has hurt them. Total yards, Giants 326, Eagles 378. Yards passing, Giants 229, Eagles 213. Yards rushing, Giants 96, Eagles 165. Yards allowed, Giants 378, Eagles 342. Pass yards allowed, Giants 253, Eagles 236. Rush yards allowed, Giants 125, Eagles 106. So it's going to be key. It's going to be key for the Eagles to run all over them. And they did that last game, but they just, you know, Jalen Hurts, it was probably his worst game of his career was against the Giants a few weeks ago. Um, so it's going, to be, it's going to be up to the Eagles how they want to play this game and how, how much they want it. How much do they want to make the playoffs and how much do they not want to get swept by the Giants this week? So um I'd I'd, I'd say our our chances are real good. I think they, they they realize the mistakes they they made against the Giants a few weeks ago. They're gonna correct them. They know Giants their run defense isn't as solid as it should be. Um the good thing about the Giants, you know, they only allow twenty three points per game, but it's cause, you know, Yes, they allow a lot of pass yards and rush yards and whatnot, but they don't let the te- opposite, opposite team score. That's the key for them, and that's going to be the key for the Eagles. They got to score in the red zone. They got to score whenever that big play comes. They got to do it. And I've seen a lot of that. A lot. I've seen a lot of big plays, a lot of deep balls from uh, Jalen Hurts. He, he executed well on them. So I, I like. I like that. I've seen that from Jalen Hurts. The last five games for the Giants. Um, lost in Tampa, lost to the Eagles, I mean, beat the Eagles, lost to Miami, lost to Chargers, lost to Cowboys. Eagles last five, they beat Denver, beat New Orleans, lost to Giants, beat the Jets, beat Washington. And now we got the Giants again. So um, last last uh, five games, the Eagles are uh, really 4-1, and one, you know. Um, so it's about... Again, it's about not not letting not letting up defensively. Keep doing what we're doing. We got to force more more turnovers as a team. 
We can't let the run kill us like it did in the beginning of the season, which I don't think it will. But the Giants do have Saquon Barkley, and that that's what surprises me. But he has been out most of the season with injury that the Giants are only rushing 96 yards per game. He's not he's not rushing that much. I think injury is bothering him. Um, I think the main thing for, for, for the Eagles is don't let Saquon kill you. Mike Glennon is possibly going to be the starting quarterback for the Giants. So you, you're not worried about that. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. I think we fixed a lot of things that were wrong, not only in the Giant game, not only against the Giants a few weeks ago, but since the beginning of the season, we fixed a lot of things. And offensively, play a game like you did against Washington. Run the ball effectively, and when that play, when that big play comes to you or just, you know, if you're giving Jalen Hurts 24-26 snaps throwing the ball, I think he's effective that way. You don't have to have him throw it 40, 50 times. He threw it 26 times. He only has six incompletions. He had an interception, a fumble, and he threw for almost nearly 300 yards, and he had a pass touchdown. So if you can get that involved with the run game and this game this Sunday, the Eagles are going to win this game no problem. I'm going to say Eagles. I'm going to say Eagles 30. I'm going to say Giants uh, 20. Yes, I have this going over 45, but um, I think you know, you know, the comments the Giants made when they beat the Eagles about, oh, we just had to make make Jalen Hurts throw the ball. I think Jalen Hurts is going to show you that he could do more than just run the ball. He's going to show you he can hurt you passing the ball too, and that's uh, that's something that really the Giants aren't going to want. And um, I mean, really, their season's over. The the only thing the only thing they can look forward to is trying to ruin the. Eagles playoffs chances of make Eagles chances of making the playoffs, but um I don't think Eagles are gonna let that happen in Philadelphia. I just don't. I think Eagles are gonna show up. They're gonna do what they do, and uh, our playoff chances are gonna get a lot better going into Washington, uh, January second. So uh, yeah, that that's 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 what I think right now. That's what I think, and um you know. Dallas Goddard's really emerging now as a tight end number one and one of the best tight ends in the league. Devontae Smith has been emerging, um, but they they double him a lot. And I, that's what I noticed against the Washington football team. They doubled Devontae a lot, and Dallas Goddard was open a lot. And that that's where that's where things get things start to get ugly and stuff. So um like I said, I'm not I'm not really worried about this game, people. I'm not I'm not worried. I think Eagles win this one. Um, now they're two and four at home. They can improve the three and four at home. They're five and three um, away. They're one and two against the division. They can win two and two against the division. Um, they're on a two-game win streak, right? So it's it's looking good. It's it's definitely uh it's looking good for the Eagles right now. We're at five hundred again. We're seven and seven right now. Seven and seven. Um, this is something I've said before. You know, the season ended. Uh, well, before the season started in the off season, I said Cowboys are going to win the division, but the Eagles will sneak into the playoffs, and we're seeing that now. But first, you got to be the Giants because you played terrible against the Giants a few weeks ago. Well, let's see what you got this week, and then once we get past the Giants, we got Washington again. And then, you know, we'll talk about that when that day comes. 
We'll talk about that when that day comes. Now, uh, let's talk about power rankings before um, I let you guys go. Though, Let's talk about power rankings. Like I said, I got Eagles winning it. Um, and in case, well, there's no Thursday game, so. So, uh, power rankings. Let's talk about it. Um, at number five, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Patriots. Number five, they lost to the Colts. At number four. I'm going to go Cowboys. Not really impressed with them beating the Giants. They could have scored more. They're, they're a dominant offensive team and defensively. And number three. And number three, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. They fell. They lost the Saints 9-0. Yes, it potentially doesn't hurt them, but it does at the same time. And then um, I'm going to go Cardinals number two because they lost to the Lions. And I'm going Packers number one because they beat the Ravens. Barely, but they beat them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I thank you guys for listening to the one, the only. <clears throat> Hope you guys are ready for this one. <laughs> the chosen one, the father, the son, three, two, one, the podcaster. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports podcast that's right and i will see you guys next week goodbye